what's good everybody hope you all had a good thanksgiving we are back you take jg to don and leader of the flock how was your thanksgiving my guy it was cool man it was cool it was different i ain't gonna say why it was different but it was different <laughs> uh yeah and i cooked too oh, okay okay what you what you cook man i jerked the turkey breath this guy loved it <laughs> jerk turkey it's it good. Was fire. Yes, huh. it was fire. It was okay. Nice. It was oh. nice. Okay, okay. As long oh. as you was eating good, that's all that matters. You, know, you got you gotta season it right. You gotta hit it with the injections and all that <laughs> other stuff so it don't be dry. Right, because it's full oh boy. Dry turkey. Ugh, it's never yeah, good. The worst, yeah. Absolutely the worst. Get the, the greens, did the uh, the dressing and the mashed potatoes. I ain't do no macaroni because I'm trying to like not be too much into the cheese and stuff right now. Mm. Okay. Better. So, yeah, but I ain't, you ain't trying to be backed up either. So that, cheese, boy, <laughs> that, cheese, that cheese boy, do it to you. So yeah, I feel that. I, I feel that. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. I had a, had a good time with the misses and her family. You know, it was a little, a little small uh, Thanksgiving. And then some of my homies came over too. So we just sat there, chilled back, watched some football games, and it was nice. It was nice. I like I like the little small gatherings. I'm not I'm not really too much of a big gathering type of person anymore like I used to be. So it is what it is, but I hope everybody that was listening also had a good Thanksgiving. Um uh, before we get into this podcast, I just want to make a quick announcement. Uh Anchor has been doing some really, really big things lately, and now they have opened up the um sponsorships for everybody so if you hear sponsorships on this podcast or any of the earlier ones that we did do not be alarmed trying to get the money out here so uh huge huge shout out to anchor because this has been like the easiest experience ever to do uh to do these new podcasts so uh, along with that if you see any more or hear any more podcasts from any other gi members in the future you know why man we about to take over this podcast stuff so uh <laughs> like i said man huge shout out to anchor and again if you hear any podcasts on here man just just support us man just support us uh because there will definitely be more in the future so with that being said man let's get into the podcast for enlightened sounds episode 12 new releases that came out uh, over the past two weeks including today we had jid came out with dicaprio 2 highly anticipated album from uh jid we had takashi 69 who uh, has been dealing with i don't know pretty much everything wrong in this man's life but um after a small delay he came out with dummy boy uh, we have jaden smith who came out with the sunset tapes a cool tape story we have key glock came out with glaucoma 24 hours came out with houses on the hill and then today we have meek mill came out with championships little baby came out with street gossip and finally we have earl sweatshirt with some rap songs i gotta listen to that one a little bit later but i listen to little baby and i listen to meek mill today and uh meek mill's definitely hitting so we're going to discuss that on the next episode but uh again that was a lot of releases so yeah, be on the lookout because music has just been hitting us non-stop, people, non-stop. So yeah. you can't say that there isn't anything to listen to, even if you don't necessarily prefer it. It's lots of content out, especially like November and October alone. It's just been so much, and we're already yeah. about to be in December, already. 
it's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous man it's pretty ridiculous but again it's I, I can't complain i cannot complain for all the music that we have so just be on the lookout man we got y'all on all the new releases every week uh so let's get into the music news now since it was over uh thanksgiving weekend uh wasn't really too much news but i definitely want to touch on this one because shout out to hot new hip-hop uh, obviously when i first saw uh denzel tweeting about everybody who he actually thought was dope and including people that he's actually worked with i was like okay i see denzel showing love out there but shout out to hot new hip-hop because they actually covered this story um, about Denzel Curry listing the rappers who he messes with, including Abue Giazone Anonymous. Uh, so I guess he was just in a good mood, or maybe he was in a shit talking mood. I don't know, because Denzel like barely tweets, uh, to be honest. But he definitely listed a lot of rappers, and uh, it was a series of tweets. But I just want to take a time to uh, mention one of the specific tweets that he had uh, when he mentioned JID. He said JID is raw, Saba is raw, City Morgue is raw. I don't know is raw. Anonymous is raw. Craig Zen is raw. JPEG Mafia is raw. Joey Badass is raw. Nick Caution is raw. And JK the Reaper is raw. And uh, for Hot New Hip Hop, they not only mentioned what he said in the tweet, but they also specifically mentioned the up and comer anonymous in the last sentence so i thoroughly respect that shout out to hot new hip-hop shout out to denzel curry uh for all of the uh the radical ones that listen to this podcast i know you all know what's up denzel's been hanging with anonymous a lot uh down there in florida so i'm expecting some big things in the future man that could tell y'all what i may know I'm not going to tell you what I may know, but uh, I think that 2019 is finally going to be anonymous this year. So shout out to Radical Records, man. Uh, they've been doing a lot of grinding. Uh, this has probably been the busiest that I've ever seen uh, A9 be. Cause, like he barely even gains with anybody. Like he's always in the studio. So the man is like constantly working on his craft. And I think that 2019 will definitely be the year of anonymous and radical records. So how you feel about this fly? How you feel about Denzel showing showing our boy A9 love along with the other rappers who I also think that are dope? Man, that's huge, man. Like when I seen it, I was like, whoa, okay. This is this is something, man. I mean, hopefully to get some traction, some people that don't necessarily know who A9 is to, to check him out. Cause he's hella talented. You know, we know. Of course, we're a little biased. We're a little partial to you know to him. But I mean, when you hear his music, you can hear the passion. You can hear how talented that brother is, man. I've always enjoyed his music from the first time I heard it. And you know, I he always and he always valued my opinion. I've always wondered like, why does he care like what I think? And you know, he would ask me like, man, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. I was just like, dude, you got something, bro. So yeah, stick with that. And I've always admired his music, man. I, I was just listening to it before we came here. I was just mm -hmm. singing this shit before, right before we started recording. So that's just how much I, I enjoy his music. And I think you all, if you give him a chance and listen to him, you will definitely enjoy it too. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, I think Anon has definitely gotten to that point where uh, where even I find myself like humming some of uh, some of his songs and, and reciting some of his lyrics. So like and again, not just trying to be biased. Like I genuinely like his stuff. Um, I would admit that, and I even told him at first. I was like, I, I kind of wasn't feeling your sound at first. Uh, that was during the days where like Fades was picking up all his songs and stuff. Uh, they were cool, but I wasn't really a uh, a fan then. But uh, when he brought out Vice City. 
Uh, he definitely surprised me a lot. And I remember when I uh, when I did the GI radio and we all listened to it, um, I was thoroughly impressed. Like I wasn't even just talking shit uh, just because like Anon is a is a homie. But I like that music. And then he definitely evolved a lot. And uh, and he went from, you know, making his uh, his albums to uh, to little EPs. And now he has a record label and he's been, you know, doing uh, some tour dates and stuff. So, again, like it's it's really nowhere but up for a nine. And, and I feel like, again, with the people who's he uh, who he aligned himself with so far in South Florida, you know, period, all of those rappers are, uh, are all coming up. It's just like a huge music boom down there in South Florida. So he's definitely up next. Uh, like I was telling Double uh, XL because they ended up making some weird posts. They were talking about upcoming rappers and they ain't mentioning A9. I'm like, is y'all stupid? Like, what are y'all doing out here? Because A9 definitely been putting in work. So I like, don't even make another article if you don't mention A9 is a, is a person who got next in South Florida. Because y'all y'all definitely doing that man a disservice. But for Denzel Curry to uh, to put his stamp officially on A9, I think that that's a huge thing. So so hopefully they got something cooking in the future. Uh, not only with Denzel, but maybe some other rappers as well who, uh, who A9 may have, uh, may have befriended um, in the last couple of years. So again, just be on the lookout, man. All your radicals out there, throw up your axes. I see y'all. Uh, that man definitely has a good audience now. He's definitely uh, done a lot. He's put in a lot of work to uh, to establish his fan base. So I know that y'all are all super excited. Y'all be, uh, I'm pretty sure y'all be tweeting that man every single day. Yo, where the new music at? Where the new music at? And I know, uh, I know as a as an artist, that probably uh, annoys people sometimes. But it's just, annoying. It is. It is, but at the same time, that also shows you know how dedicated people, people are. Like, yeah, you can't be that annoyed because I mean you gotta be upset. You be upset when they stop asking. Right. That's that's definitely that's definitely true. That's definitely true. So again, shout out to Denzel, and we see you a nine, bro. We we gonna be ready, man. I'm gonna give me a chain. We going on tour, dog. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Only if my girl let me go, cause she probably ain't gonna let me go. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll be like, yo, can I can I go to some Florida dates at least? Oh, come on, it ain't it ain't too far. I'm down there already. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Maybe get some vlogs going, and uh, it's, it's gonna be big, man. It's gonna be big. So and I'm 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 happy for my boy. I'm happy. Uh, let's get to the last bit of news now. Uh, normally, again, we try to avoid all types of beef on Enlightened Sounds because I don't like talking about the negativity, but. I find this to be a positive bit of news. Uh, I don't know if anyone's been paying attention, but uh, Tory Lanez and Joyner have kind of been going back and forth, but not in a malicious way. They actually respect each other. They talked on Instagram Live a couple of times to say, you know, I respect you. Like, I like your craft. I like what you do or whatever. But in a friendly type of uh, type of way, they've been going at it on wax. And they've been uh, rapping on, other, uh, on the, each other's beats. And they've been trying to show each other, like, who's the best rapper, Tory or Joyner. Now, I give a little backstory on Tory because a lot of people didn't think that he had it in him. But when I first heard about Tory Lanez, that man was rapping his ass off. He wasn't really singing as much. Now, I agree that Tory Lanez lately, I would say like the last few years, he's been more known for his singing ability. And I feel like that's how he got a lot more singles um, in the Billboard 100. And that's how he got on the radio. Because a lot of more people like that over his actual uh, his actual rapping. And a lot of people didn't even know that he was a rapper at all. A lot of people consider Tory Lanez to be a singing nigga. But I know that Tory Lanez can rap. So when this man came out with uh, the Lucky You freestyle, he's rapping on the uh, the Eminem and Jonah Lucas song. 
I think that he surprised a lot of people. Now, I will say for the Lucky You freestyle, he was mainly just going over his lyrical prowess. He wasn't really talking about Joyner in this song, but then when Jordan Lucas came back and he rapped on the, the Liddy song, like Jordan was kind of going in, man. Like, I think that this was a very, very good thing for rap. I think that it showed a lot of people that they're not only like Katori stand with the best of them, but I think that I think that Joyner kind of brought it out of him. I think he I think he brought the flames back out of Tory and showed this man that like I'm not playing with you right now. I think that I'm a better rapper than you, so we gonna let everybody else decide who's the best. And not only are they going at it, but other rappers are, are jumping in it as well. So I think that everybody is is feeling the need to show everybody how good that they are as well on wax and they're showing the bars that they possibly have so i think that it's, it's definitely uh good for hip-hop i don't see this as a bad thing at all again it's all funny games and nobody being malicious or whatever they're just going at it and it's a fun time so i don't know if you uh heard any of the songs that they did have but how you feel about uh about this friendly rap battle it's it's cool i've, I've said this time and time again that it's hip-hop you know what I'm saying? Hip hop should be it should be a competition. It's verbal sparring. I have no problem with it. As long as it don't it doesn't end in like gunfire and someone losing their life or going to jail, I'm I'm fine with it. And I mean the fact that the boy my son even got, got engaged in it, I thought that was incredible too. Mm. I thought that was amazing. I mean, did you check out what my son did? I actually did not yet. You check check that out, because he he basically showed who the <laughs> who the supreme lyricist was, and that's oh, out of all of them. So, yeah, my son got involved in. It. I don't know how it started. It stemmed from like an Instagram post or, or something. Yeah, or YouTube. No, I think it was like in a YouTube comment or some uh, something like that. But well, not for my song, but it. but for Tori and Joiner, it it started from just just yeah, Joiner saying, you know, Tori can't yeah. rap. So, <laughs> yeah, with them two, it was just you know, I, I like that though. I think that's cool. I think more people should do that. But you know, these dudes are scared, so yeah, I, I have no problem with that. It's sparring, yo. You go just going in because you go, you can only bring out the best in each other when you do it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And maybe Tori and Joiner can hop on the track together. Maybe my song can hop on the track with them, like. I think that this is a good thing. It can also spark a lot of features that can be done. Y'all just putting y'all talents together and making a good record, possibly. So I think I think that's cool. I think it's real cool. So and shout out to Joiner, shout out to Tori, shout out to everybody else who decided to jump in as well. Um, I, I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. Everybody can jump in and make a record, <laughs> uh, make a freestyle or this, whatever you want to do over uh, the other person's record. I think that that's fine. I like that. I I actually welcome that. It's, it's great it's great so there you go man that's all the news that we have for this week let's get into the album reviews uh like i mentioned before jid came out with the capital 2 last week and i gave this one a listen now jid or is it jid because i heard him a lot saying call him just saying jid uh i'm i'm actually not 100 sure i just been saying jid so because I'm, I'm, I'm maybe sure it's I heard jid say, <laughs> i don't know jid a few times in the songs it, it might be. It might be. Well, Jid, J-I-D, however, however you want to say it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, he came up with DiCaprio 2, and uh, I would admit that I wasn't the uh, biggest fan of him. Uh, when he first came out, I thought that his sound was a, a little bit on the on the weird side. I wasn't really sure how I felt about him. Um, but then when I found out that he ended up getting signed to Dreamfield, I was like, well, obviously J. Cole sees something in him. And I was waiting on his next project to see how I truly feel. 
when I heard like the first couple of songs from DiCaprio 2, I was like, this sounds like something that I have been sleeping on. I don't know if it was just the production quality in this one that I really enjoyed on top of when I actually heard him rap on these tracks, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but let's go over DiCaprio 2 and everything that's on here. So you have 14 songs total. Features from ASAP Ferg, J. Cole, Black, LMA, BJ the Chicago Kid, Method Man, and Joey Badass. I would say that my favorite songs off of here, if I had to choose, would be Off These, which feature J. Cole, 151 Rum, and Off the Zonkies. And the funny thing is, those pretty much go in order <laughs> as well. So I was like, damn, I like this song. Damn, I like this song too. Ooh, I like this song the most. So it's it's pretty crazy how again i really really like an album when i can just listen to it all the way through and i i don't find myself really wanting to skip a song and if i really am thinking about what song i like the most off of the album then i know that it's good in my opinion i think that again what really set me off in uh after listening to this album multiple times was just the production quality um the production quality was more a beat uh, I thought that the J.I.D. or Jed was more of like a slow beat type of person and I again I don't care how good a person can rap if I don't get with the production I, I'm not going to really enjoy it as much as uh, other people might but I think that with his rapping style because he's he's a fast rapper as well I think that the upbeat type of production really did a justice for him i think that it, it made it made his overall rapping ability better when you can rap to something that caters to you and i think that the production uh choices in dicaprio 2 was amazing in my opinion um i i really can't think of any song that i just was like man i i didn't want to listen to that for real i can pretty much listen to every single song um and i know a lot of people when i was asking uh, on twitter i was like what's your favorite song a lot of people like strawberries and i was actually surprised with that um but a lot of people when i was asking they were like yo like that's my favorite song and that's the one featuring bj the chicago kid um uh, i really like bj the chicago kid as well i wouldn't say that that was one of my favorites but i can i can understand um after listening to it a lot more why a lot of people feel like that was their favorite song. Uh, How Box with Method Man and Joey Badass. I really like that one. I think that Method Man and Joey Badass came with it. Uh, Mounted Up was fine. Uh, just the other day, a lot of people like that one too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Despacito too. Like it was. It's just man. Like I after listening to this album multiple times, I would think that this might actually go in my top five. Now I'm not even gonna lie. I think this <laughs> might creep into my top five. Man, it's it's close, man. I gotta I gotta go over the list again whenever we get to that point when we go over our top albums. But I like this album a lot, fam. I liked it a lot. This man can rap his ass off. I think that Dreamville, Dreamville is four for four, man. Like every single album they came out with from that camp this year has been fire, bro. Fire. I think that Dreamville is <laughs> doing big things, yo. And I'm really impressed with the kid, yo. I'm really impressed with him. I need Ergain to come out next. I don't know if they're going to come out before the end of the year or if they're going to end up starting off for, uh, for 2019. But I like Ergain, too. So I, I think that, again, like, J. Cole knows he knows that these people are talented. And that's the reason why he surrounded himself with all these talented people. Like, these niggas can rap, bro. These niggas can really, really rap. And 
I was thoroughly impressed with this album, fam. Like, thoroughly impressed. This, this shit was so good, fam. So, what'd you think about it after listening to it? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I came front. I, I didn't expect much because I wasn't really that familiar with, you know, legit. I, I mean, I knew he was down with J. Cole, but I listened to it, and I listened to it, and I listened to it. That's how much I liked it. Mm. I listened to it, and... It was it was it was a really nice put together album. The production was was really good. It was really really good on that. I I couldn't think of too many like songs that I was just like I didn't like. Couldn't think of more than maybe two of them that I wasn't a fan of. And you know that that that's not even really saying much. It's just maybe just my preference. Mm-hmm. But Buddy can rhyme though. Buddy can rhyme his ass off. Um, the songs I liked the most was a uh, slick talk off the Zoinkies. That song, <clears throat> excuse me, that song, um, I noticed they sampled that, that's the same joint that uh, they used on that Three Kings, Rick Ross, yeah. Dr. Dre, and, uh, and Jay-Z. Yeah. He flipped it a little differently. I like that. That was cool. Uh, the hot box, hot box joint, of course, you know, got to throw the, the you know, the, the OG meth in there. Um, and Despacito too. Those were my favorite songs on the album. I, I just thought it was from a production standpoint, it was it was very very nicely done, and lyrically, dude is nice. That's all I can say. He he is nice. He is really nice. He could put some he could put some words together and and make it you know make it make it a man make it a, a masterpiece. And that's what he did with this album. Shit was dope. True, true. Uh, would you would you give this the edge over Amine, or do you still feel like Amine was a uh, was ahead uh, of this in your opinion so far? Because I know you really really liked Amine, dog. I know you I did. No, <laughs> I, I, I I gotta put them like they neck and neck right now. Mm. I mean, I, I'd have to I have to do a tail of the tape or something to make a tiebreaker tie or something because I haven't listened to Amine's album in, a, in like a month or so. Coming up so, next, Jid yeah. versus Amine. I don't know, but I, I mean, because I didn't, I expected nothing from Amine. That's why I was so like I enjoyed the album so much, and I'm and I like praise it as, as much as I do because I expected zero because I didn't even know who Buddy was. I'd never even heard of him until you told me like two days before you told. Me, I was like, right, let me go ahead and listen to this, see what this dude talking about. And then I was like, whoa, this shit is fire. This dude is cold, and man. I'm like, yo, let me let me check this out. But, but even like with this one, I mean, I'd heard a buddy, but I, I like once again, I went into it with zero expectation. I just went into it like, okay, just something I something, something I need to maybe listen to. And then I see you raving about it. I'm like, okay, let's see what JG let's see what JG talking about here. And then when I listen, I'm like, damn, yeah, I see why. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely see why. It was a lot of songs that I liked on there, but the ones I named were the ones I enjoyed the most. And uh. Yeah, it was. I can't. I can't make a. I can't make a choice between the two yet. I okay. <laughs> Alright, I ain't gonna put you on the spot like that. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out when we get to that point next month. <laughs> yeah, well, we gotta yeah, well, we gotta do the we gotta do the we doing the top ten. We yeah. The top, then I guess we'll see. Facts. But I'm sure they're gonna be right I'm sure they're gonna be right right by each other. Mm, okay, okay. So for having no expectations for Jid, what you giving it out of five, my guy? I gotta give it a three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I gotta give it a three and a half. The production alone, like, made it, made it really good. 
and then his lyrical content, his lyrical prowess, that just that that put it over the top for me. Cause like I said, no expectation, and he you know exceeded all of that. So anything I could have imagined it would be. Not saying it's like the greatest album I heard this year, but considering I had little to no expectation, it it, it exceeded whatever expectation I could have gone into it with. Okay, okay, I gotta give it a four. I got. I got to give it a four. I. I feel like I a three point five. Yeah, three point five ain't doing it justice, dog. Like, I'm giving it a four off real, bro. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, I. I mean, I felt the same way that you did. Like I came in with like little to no expectations, and he like thoroughly impressed me with this one. I was like, I was sitting there like with the with the stale face, like just dead ass surprised. Uh, after listening to it, it was so good. So definitely getting a four for me. And like I said, it's, it's gonna creep into my top five. I, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. It, it might end up being like like low key. It might end up being just three Dreamville uh, albums in this bitch for me. Top five. Like I said, I gotta I gotta listen to it again. I gotta I gotta really go over the list because it's a lot of freaking albums that came out this year. But it might be though i got like it's either gonna be in the top five or it might like just barely not make my top five um out of ten so we'll see is that it's definitely gonna be on top 10 I, I feel that it's gonna be in my top 10 but it might end up being the top five so we'll see but uh again for anybody who's never listened to jid or jd like when we do this stuff i end up putting flock on some things and i i think that at least with two albums uh, that I've at least given you since we've been doing the enlightened sounds. You were uh, you came in with no expectations and you ended up liking it. And this has been this one and uh, in in Amina and for uh, oh, yeah. some reason you definitely like really really loved Amina and I wasn't expecting that at all. But again, I was surprised with that one too because I didn't really like Amina's first album and we talked about that already. I didn't really like it, but for this one, like he really came with it and again the production was just on point. So like some of these albums will surprise you. So again, if you like me and Flock, who just like sometimes go into uh, these album reviews with a little to no expectation, you might find yourself surprised. Why I say sometimes you just gotta listen to it. You gotta give these rappers a chance. Um, I, I hate people that are like so close-minded that they don't wanna listen to anything new because sometimes you end up missing out on people. Like I understand that there's so much saturation with these mumble rappers and these you know fake ass people that are that are coming out rapping and. You're wondering how they're getting famous, but they're still good rap out. There are still some new people who like really, really talented. You just kind of got to weave through and, and you got to find them and give them a chance. And I feel like with Jid, not, you know, not just because of the stamp um, that J. Cole gave him and, and him putting him on Dreamville, but I think that he's really proven that he has his own lane. And I think that he can hang with the best of them. Like, just give him a few more years. I don't think that he's going to be one of those rappers that are going to fall off in five years. Because, you know, Flockaway talking about the five-year plan. Where they where they going to be at in five years? <laughs> They're going to be flipping burgers. They're going to be flipping patties somewhere. I don't think that. I don't think that he's going to be like that. I think that he's going <laughs> to constantly evolve. And I think that he's going to surprise a lot more people um, with his talent. So, that's uh, that's what I think, man. That's what I think. I think that this this kid got it. I think he I think he got it. He might he might be up next. Um because I know J. Cole like yo like like Boz up next, like JID up next. He like really been bragging about his label, but uh I, I think that the people he has on there are really, really talented. They I think they can go at it with T D E like easily, uh, once everybody comes out with like their their debut albums. Cause it's just been a lot of mixtapes from uh from them so far. So I think it's good, man. I think it's good. I really like Dreamville, I like T D E. It's 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 a lot of camps that are that are really, really talented. So I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Uh, but let's move on. The last album review 
My man's Jaden Smith, one of the kids who uh, I remember me and my homie were talking about Jaden. I feel like Jaden is one of the one of the kids that have come out in this generation that really has nothing to fear. He has nothing to worry about. This man was born into basically like like a I don't give a fuck type of attitude. Like what is what does Jaden have to worry about in his day to day? I don't think this man has struggled a day in his life. Like he literally just grew up with not a care in the world. So this dude could do whatever he wants. He can he can rap, he can sing, he could act, he could do whatever. Just whatever he feels like whenever he wakes up. He can jump out of a plane, go camping, do just do whatever. Like he has that that free type of attitude. He's one of the one of the only free men, like truly free men that didn't have a struggle. Uh, that that I, I feel is in this world, especially black men. So uh, this man is growing up. He's been growing up, and I guess he's sticking with uh, with the rapping and singing. I didn't think that he was going to stick with it, but uh, it looks like he has. And he came out with uh, another album called The Sunset Tapes, a cool tape story. And this man is cursing. He's like he's saying nigga. He's saying fuck. He, like this man is he, he's grown up now. This man is is really going through it and he That's doesn't funny. he doesn't care anymore. And I, I wasn't used to it. Like it's still kind of kind of like hitting me of like, yo, Jaden, you still yeah you find Jaden cursing like cause he been hanging out with ASAP Rocky and Tyler and stuff I don't know if that's an influence but uh but I, I feel like a lot of it has come out of his music and I know that um over the past few years with him hanging out with Childish Gambino I feel like he's definitely like influenced him probably the most out of everybody but I think it's more of just the people he, who he's been hanging with that's kind of influenced his music compared to his pops but yeah that's, that's totally right like his his pops never cursed <laughs> and that man has had a whole bunch of hits like don't be sleeping on Will Smith bro was was Smith was rapping it. Was Smith was definitely rapping it. He's been successful with uh with music too. But I wasn't expecting Jaden to initially go down that route. Um, but he's definitely cursing on his records. He has his own sound. Uh, definitely now. Um, compared to a couple of years ago, in my opinion. But um, it's interesting though, just to just to like see this this little dude grow up, and now he's you know he's almost a grown man, and and now he's cursing on his records and stuff. Um, but let's go over everything that's on uh, the Sunset Tapes. Uh, there are 11 songs total. Uh, there are no list of features. I didn't really hear anybody on this one. Um, and I would have to say my favorite songs in here would be a Calabasas Freestyle, Plastic, and Better Things. Um, I think that, again, over the past couple of years, with who uh, Jaden has been hanging out with, I think this influenced his production a lot. I wasn't really feeling his earlier stuff. Uh, but I think that the stuff that he's came out with production wise over the last couple of years have been more my style And that's why I pretty much like Calabasas freestyle and, and plastic and better things um, Because that production is more of something that I will listen to on a day-to-day as far as what Jada Smith is talking about again with my point that like He's so free that he can do whatever the hell he want. He doesn't really have a struggle. So if you hear anything that this man be talking about that that could possibly be like, Jada ain't do that, yo. Like, like what? Are you, what? Are you, who are you fooling? Like, it's it's probably correct. He ain't do that stuff. But, um, uh, but he typically doesn't rap like that. Like, he kind of has a braggadocious type of uh type of attitude with his raps, and that's fine. I mean, the little dude is rich. Like, again, he could do whatever the hell he wants. Uh, he fly to Paris tomorrow if he feels like it. He could just he could just. Do 
do whatever. He's truly a free type of kid, and it does reflect itself in his raps. He doesn't really rap talking about like shooting people or none of that stuff or or doing drugs, which he I mean he kind of has, but not so much on this album. But he's kind of like hinted towards doing that, um, or at least other people who he's hung out with doing that type of stuff. Um, but it's it's definitely interesting to see like him evolve. Uh, before our eyes and, and now again he's cursing and saying nigga every uh every five seconds when he wasn't doing that a few years ago because obviously he was young and i don't think that his parents would have approved but how old is he now uh let's actually check because I'm, I'm not sure he's actually he gotta be at least 18 let's see he is 20 so yeah he's he's almost 21 so yeah he's grown now He's grown. Definitely do whatever the hell he wants. So, uh, so yeah, if you all hear this and you're like, damn, man, like, I ain't hear Jane cursing before. Just just don't be alarmed. You may be surprised like me, but uh, but he's doing that now. He's definitely old enough to curse. I remember Lil Wayne went cursing when he was young, and then, you know, he started cursing his ass off, too, when he got older. Um, but that's just, you know, respect for your for your elders or whatever. Just feeling like you shouldn't be cursing at that age. Uh, but it is what it is, man. It, it was interesting. Uh, there were definitely some songs that were like so slow. And I was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this one. But he definitely had a couple of upbeat type of songs. And that's why I messed with those songs specifically. But um, this was just, you know, just Jaden being Jaden. It's not really anything special, in my opinion. I don't know any hardcore Jaden Smith fans around there. But it's just interesting just to just to see what he's done in the past few years and and him pretty much sticking to uh to rapping and singing now which which again i didn't think that he was gonna do when he first came out so uh what'd you think about uh this this album here uh uh all i can say is i i listen i never really listened to his music too much except for when you did that listening party for that one album <laughs> right i was not a fan of it at <laughs> all I thought it was I thought it was just corny. I thought it was just overdone. It was it was just he was going with this like this trans uh I don't know what it was, that trans music sound or whatever he was doing at that time. I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't I didn't like it at all. It just but then when I was like, all right, I'm gonna check it out, go into it, clean slate, open mind of course. Um and when I listened to it 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 wasn't as bad as I th- I'm not gonna lie I thought it was gonna be another bad album in my personal opinion but it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was gonna be I, I got through it you know what I mean it wasn't like it didn't feel like that much of a chore to listen to it was some songs some that I, I felt like like some of those songs I feel like okay this is a, this this sounds like uh, some really Drake inspired uh, singing like the whole the whole vibe a lot of the songs when he was kind of like trying to sing on and stuff I'm like this it's got like Drake fingerprints all over it for some reason and I don't even like really to do the comparisons to people when I hear stuff but I did that's just the sound I got that's the vibe I got rather uh a couple songs that I did like was uh the Calabasas freestyle I thought that was dope I thought that was hella dope and uh Fallen part two those are my favorites and you know, I really got much else to say other than it was it was okay. It was okay. I give it a I give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I w- I would definitely say it deserves that. Uh it wasn't bad at all, especially compared to like some of the other stuff that's that's come out. Um but again, it's just Jaden. Like it's I can't really say anything it's, it's else just, about it. It's, all right, I'm gonna sum it up in three words. It's just different. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There it is. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that. So, I mean, I think that 
for the people who kind of like this type of music you'll definitely find a few songs that you will like on here but it's just not anything uh anything too special in my opinion it's not anything that i would take like fully serious i don't think that Jaden is at that point yet or it may just be me it may just be me just seeing Jaden in a different light yeah it's hard to take him that serious as an artist yeah just some of the stuff he's done and like some of the stuff he says it's like Okay, man. It's, it's like it's like would you take Dennis Rodman serious if he ran for president? No. <laughs> but then again, we didn't take Donald Trump serious. So also, yeah, good point. So, so you, I mean, at some point, you're gonna have to take it serious because this is like okay, anything can happen. He can get his stuff together. I mean, he's only 21, right? So yeah, 20, about to be 21. Yeah. Yeah, he's 20, so he can he can get his act together and become you know a threat to some people out here if he gets his act together and do that and stop trying. Cause sometimes I think he tries too hard to be different. That it that it comes across as just weird and corny. So yeah, that's a good it's point. It's cool to be different. It's cool to be different, but let it be organically different. I mean, don't don't go out your way to do different stuff. Just to you know, just for the sake of being different. Because yeah. Nigga, we let's be real, little nigga. Your dad is the Fresh Prince fan. We know <laughs> we know where your bloodline is, bro. And we know your your mom's is Jada Pinkett. So we know you ain't out here doing half of that stuff you claim you're doing or if you are you know you you telling on yourself right now so i mean 20 so i guess you've grown enough to do what you want to do but you, know, you just gotta be you know you gotta be weary of them types though you know it, it's, it'll come across as, across as some malibu's most wanted shit oh no <laughs> i don't think you're that bad now i don't think you're that I mean, bad no i'm just saying it'll come across as that because we know you ain't you ain't out here you wasn't out here doing all this like yo i've been out here on my own since i was 14 stop lying like well, like you never you with your daddy yeah you've like, never you really been like out on your dad. own like that we're gonna act like you wasn't just in a movie with your daddy you wasn't you wasn't the karate kid at some point you wasn't you know you didn't do that whack ass uh space movie that bomb you know what i'm saying like we 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 get it like you you gotta do you doing a different hustle and i i can respect the hustle i mean he want to do something on his own but you still gotta you know stay keep it keep it true keep it keep it 100 because people will respect you more if you just be straight up. You don't have to be the best, the best lyricist and stuff like that. Even for for me, like long as you, you could tell me a story, you could do something to keep my interest in listening to you. Because I can respect your hustle and stuff. I'll I'll support you, but you can't be out here saying you doing a bunch of stuff and you coming out here like Papa Doc. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, like you, you pretending to be this gangster, this 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 and that, and you ain't really living that life. That's what a lot of people go wrong because they think you got to do that because that's what they think everybody wants to see in here. Yeah, which Shout I out don't. To Jayden, though, because it was it was it was better than I thought it would be. So I ain't trying to I ain't trying to piss on Shorty by no stretch, man. I respect his pops too much for me to do that. So yeah, it's cool. True, true. So yeah, gives a two point five from both of us. But uh, I mean, even when you mentioned it, like you heard a uh, Drake influence on here, and this is what I've been saying about Jaden, which I just mentioned, like the people he's been hanging around with i think that he's heavily influenced by them and it definitely shows in the music um i still feel like Jaden hasn't necessarily found himself yet he hasn't found his own sound sound but yeah. i feel like he's getting there or at least i hope he is uh, he if he time, wants to continue though. to do this yeah he has a lot of time 
And like I said, he could do whatever the hell he wants. He could, like, tomorrow he could just be like, all right, I ain't rapping no more and then do something else. It, it doesn't matter for this kid. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, and, and Will and Jada give him that type of freedom. And Willow, too. Like, they can do whatever they want. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But as long as Jaden is putting out music, we still got to critique it. Like, you know, he's, he's somebody who's been right. out here for years. So so it is what it is, man. But I would definitely give it a, I'll give it a listen, at least, um, if you are unsure on, on Jaden Smith. He definitely had a few songs that I liked on here. And I, I put on a playlist. Every artist, for every artist that who tops out and they best work is they they first album, you do have some that it may take three albums or so for them to really find their niche yeah. and, and, and and get it get get the ball rolling. So I mean maybe that's maybe that's him because I mean he's trying. You could tell he's trying. He's trying different sounds because like I said previously, that last one that that you had had the listening party for, I was not a fan of that at all. And then he have he have uh. Who was producing that? Cause that it was just some, that was some weird stuff going on in that in that that joint that you had played. But this one right here, it was definitely done differently. It was tastefully done. I I didn't have a problem with it. It just you know he was saying some questionable stuff on that. I was just like, come on, man, we know. You. <laughs> I was just like, that that was my only thing. That was my only gripe really about it. But I just you know I didn't pay you know I, I'm not as invested in the Jaden Smith as most other people are. Like I'm not hanging on his every word, them cryptic tweets and. All that stuff that you know. I remember TBH used to, you know, used to used to get on them about that. So right, yeah, going in and yeah, making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care enough to, you know, because I don't follow him on Twitter or no shit like that. So I don't care. Don't it, man? Jaden Christ and yeah, it, it got out of hand with this guy. <laughs> he got out of hand with him, but it is what it is, man. It's it, that man. He was definitely on some weird shit, like with all with all that stuff. He even made fun of his own damn self. Um, at one point, because he knows yeah, that he was cool on some other that. stuff. Yeah, it's it's fine though. It's fine. But if everyone embraced, you know, what I'm saying making fun of themselves. Yeah, we still trying to get one person to learn that. He still hasn't yeah. learned it. Gotta, gotta learn how to embrace. Sometimes you're gonna be a meme, man. Yeah, you just gotta embrace it. Yeah, that is facts. That is facts. So there you go, man. This is our review on Jaden Smith, the Sunset Tapes, a cool tape story. All right, let's get to the song of the week. So for my choice, uh, this is directly based off of uh, off of the good news that that Ana received this week or last week from uh, from Denzel Curry. Uh, well, actually, this week. Um, but I think this is one of the songs that that I thoroughly enjoyed after going back and listening to Denzel Curry's earlier catalog. Because when I first heard about Denzel Curry, and the funny thing is, um, Ana told me about him because I had no idea who he was, and the first. Uh, project that I listened to was uh, 32 Zell and I was like oh, okay like this is this is interesting Lord Vader Kush was on there he had uh he had ultimate remix and and then uh going from there but I uh, then he came out with um uh, ultimate and I was like okay like this is this is definitely a hit that a lot of people like they ended up making a radio or whatever and became like a like a vine uh, classic or whatever and then he came out with imperial and i was like okay like now i'm really really liking this dude um but one of the first tracks that i ended up going back to and listening to uh was zone three and i was like yo like this sound like this sound like an anthem for like florida or something uh when i heard this one he just like he had a different type of sound that that i haven't heard from Florida, I didn't even know that he was they was from there at first. But then again, when they not told me about him, I was like, okay, that well, that makes sense because you heard about him before anybody else did since you lived down there. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed this song, and and when I went back to listen to his earlier catalog, I was like, okay, I I see where the progression came from 
Um, but this was one of the songs that I, that I definitely enjoyed um, from one of his earlier projects. And I thought that it was just like, I, I thought that it was super hype. And again, it could have been like like an anthem for uh, for Florida at the time. So, uh, again, my choice this week for song of the week, Denzel Curry, Zone 3. If you haven't heard that one from Denzel and you heard all of his uh, later stuff, go back and listen to that. Um, let me see, because I forget which what the project was called because it's not on spotify unfortunately i don't know i don't know why it's not that's what i hate because like half of these mixtapes and stuff i still want to listen to but i can't can't put it on my uh my uh, catalog there um it came off of the uh then he came off from the Nostalgic 64, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it came off from the Nostalgic 64. So y'all go listen to that and definitely listen to uh, 32 Zell as well. If y'all haven't heard that one. So that's my choice for this week. This L. Curry, Zone 3. What you got for us this week, Flock? Um, I'm going to go with the boy Black. Uh song's called In Between featuring Banks. It's a bonus track off the Free Black album. Uh, I always, I've always enjoyed it since the first time I heard it. I still like every time it comes on, it's never get that song never gets skipped. Ever gets skipped. Um cool, just a just a just a just a cool track, you know what I mean? Talking that stuff. Got the R and B vibe to it. You know, it's it's just chill, man. I, I, I love that song. I think you should check that out, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of them them songs, man. If you just chilling you're chilling man that's just one of them songs you're not gonna you're not gonna want to pass up when you hear it it's just got that vibe to it for some reason i've always i've always enjoyed it every time i hear it it's it's, it's a really good song true true skip it. ever skip it i don't care what i'm doing or what mood i'm in i never skip that song <laughs> did you enjoy uh free black over uh east atlanta love letter uh or like total project probably I probably I probably enjoy Free Black a little better. Makes sense, makes sense. Not mad at it. Just a little bit better. I wasn't I wasn't really I wasn't really sold on either. So mm. like as a complete as a complete album because I think when we when we did review um, his album his last album I think I gave it like a two and a half. So it's kind of like mid middle of the road for me. True. True. So it is what it is, man. Y'all can go and listen to our two songs of the week. Denzel Curry, Zone 3, and Black in Between. Go ahead and check those out, people. All right, getting to the topic of the week. And uh, this is also uh, directly related to some crazy stuff that's been going on the past couple of weeks with this dude, uh, Takashi, because he is probably going to get sent away for a very long time. And uh, a lot of people have been going back and looking on his past and realize that this dude, like, he wasn't he wasn't a bad dude. He wasn't really about that life growing up. But all of a sudden, this persona gets put on, and now he's just, he's a big blood. He got Trey Way, and, and he doing all this crazy stuff, turning everybody suck his dick, and, and just saying, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Da-da-da, and then people, you know, pulling up on him, and you got show promoters canceling his dates because they feel like he's too much of an issue. You got people saying that you can't even come to their town and stuff. You saying, well, fuck that, I can walk whatever I want. Da-da-da, doing all this stuff, and then you end up getting caught up, and now you like, I wasn't really about that life, man. I ain't really no blood for real. I was a good kid trying to offer all this money and stuff. And it just gets to a point where, like, this stuff is just ridiculous. I mean, obviously, it's been going on for a while, but 
how do you feel about personas trying to get fame or putting on a persona trying to get fame in the rap game how does how does that how does that strike you flock it, it reminds me of the movie cb4 <laughs> whoa boy classic by the way yeah chris rock charlie murphy it is it just reminds me it's like someone taking someone's life someone else's life and then you just basically rhyming about it and then when when you get confronted about trying to live that lifestyle when you get put in that situation a real life situation that can end up with you being you know having bodily harm or facing jail time because when you when you live that all that stuff that that dude was talking it was only two ways that that, that his career was going in and him it, either him getting locked up or him getting killed with all the stuff that he was doing and y'all call it trolling or whatever it's just like that it's just like those dudes that go out there and they do some stuff and they get punched in the mouth and they got a mouthful of blood hollering. It, it was just a prank, bro. You know it, that, that that's that's what's happening to him right now. Like Mike Tyson had a had a uh, quote said, "Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth." And this is what his, his plan was to do whatever it was he was doing until he got punched in the mouth, and he just got punched in the mouth, pulling them colorful teeth, and listening to all the stuff that he was about to go through i mean even if he didn't get locked up the way that those phone conversations and text messages and stuff was looking like he was gonna lose his life so maybe him getting locked up was probably and it sounds crazy some people may not understand was probably the best thing for him because it could have ended a lot worse i mean look at that stuff he was doing with uh what's buddy name from from the west coast was it yg yeah, he got into a YG. He got into it with the game. Like he's getting into it with everybody, bro. Getting into it with Chief Keith. Like I don't know if anybody know that you don't want that problem out here, bro. And like it's it's easy to do all that when you're surrounded by security, armed security all day every day. At some point, someone's going to catch up with you. Sometimes that life and that stuff is going to catch up with you, and then you can't turn around and start singing like a caged bird telling on people not saying that's what he did but you start telling on people people start questioning your credibility and then you going back telling people oh that's not really the lifestyle i live it was just you know it was all an act okay let's say he does get out of it now who's gonna who's gonna take him serious now at this point not that i ever did because i always thought he was a joke that's just me personally i i'm not a fan of his music i thought that the stuff that he was doing and the carry on he was doing was gonna end end up getting him hurt really bad so i'm just not a fan of it i'm not i've never been a fan of his music you know so and the the stuff that he does i'm just not a fan of it like like that stuff with chief keith i was just like i like he'd be surprised he'd make it through the summer like i said that i'm like i'd be surprised if he made it through the summer alive for real but I'm I'm just not a fan of it, man. I'm I'm not a fan of that at all. It's like like when we just touched on the Jaden Smith stuff, I'm like I'm a firm believer of it's cool to embellish a few things to you know to to make it sound fly, but don't don't completely like make yourself out to be some type of king or some type of you know some type of murder. Like you got a line saying yeah, all my boys killed and I'm a killer too. You know they're gonna play that. <laughs> you know they're gonna play that. Like look what happened to Bobby Schmurder. You mm-hmm. telling on yourself on wax, yo. And that's what got Mitch caught a body about a week ago. And that man doing seven right now. So, and from all the stuff, you know, murder, not murder, but like robberies and stuff like that and being linked to murders and stuff like, bruh, they gonna get you. And who you think they gonna come after? They gonna, they gonna cut the head of the snake. 
You cut the head of the snake and the rest of it falls. Look what happened to Big Meech. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That man got locked up. BMF ain't been the same. So it's 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 just a slippery slope, man. I I'm just I'm a firm believer, man. Of you when you teeter that line, when you teeter that line, you asking for a lot of problems that you may not be conditioned to deal with. Not, not everybody can handle that time. Look what happened to Aaron Hernandez. He was actually living that shit, and people a lot of people didn't know. And what happened? He was living that tough guy life. He even you know allegedly murdered somebody, and then when he got sentenced. He realized he couldn't handle that time and what did he do took his own life right yeah Not everybody conditioned for that ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun <laughs> yeah it's I would, I would definitely agree with that that's why i don't like how uh how crazy our um our generation has gotten because like i feel like it's like 10 times worse now because we have social media so you have all those people that are seeing these other people who are successful with uh with coming up with a persona and you're like well i can do it too and then uh you end up doing the same thing and you end up getting popular for all the wrong reasons then you gotta live with that like because people think that you're doing that for real they don't realize that you're that you're faking um but they're going off everywhere that you say and all the crazy stuff that you do so when someone actually confronts you who is truly about their life then you don't know what to do or if you actually are around people who are about that life and you you surround yourself with those people just to make you look better and then you end up getting caught up they're going to go after you first because you're the popular one they don't know about these other people and so that that's not good either when you actually are, are trying to be about that life because now you got to live your persona it's it's a lose lose either way a lot of people were saying just this year alone that takashi they were like he gonna die they're like he messing with the wrong people uh again with yg and chief keith like those those are two fucking fucking forces they don't play that stuff yo Glorious goons, yo. they don't play that stuff and if they don't hit you they they know people who will like so it's it's just ridiculous with that man uh, but i want to mention one thing i know that um i know that a lot of people who have personas uh they aren't they aren't necessarily um good in my eyes but one person who actually made it work and i really don't know how because i it's hard for me to uh to gloss over the fact that he did this was a uh, rick ross Rick Ross is probably one of the most successful people who is like a total fraud, bro. This dude admitted that he was a CO, and you literally took Freeway Ricky Ross, who's still in uh, still in jail last time I checked. Um, but the man was in jail definitely at the time he did the. He, well, yeah, you took his style, and then like you just ran with it, talking about selling coke and all this stuff, and and we ended up embracing this stuff. And it's like, man, like after all this time, I, obviously Rick Ross has gotten into it for other reasons. Um, he's gotten locked up or been on house arrest or whatever, but that wasn't your life, fam. But he ended up, you know, going at it so long and then he had to live with the fact that that's what you was rapping about. You called yourself Rick Ross. So everybody thought that you was really about their life. And then 50 Cent ended up exposing you. Then after, you know, so many years and so many, you know, diss records, you ended up admitting it. But still, like, people, yeah, people didn't even care at the, at the end of the day. And, and I had to admit, I was one of those people. Like, but it, it just sucks, though, because it's like I'm, I'm sort of a hypocrite, too, at, at times with some of these people who I just let slide with it. But that man just makes good music. So I, it's like, damn, like, I can't really be talking shit about other people who be letting these other people slide. But I guess there is levels to it, I would have to say, even though at the end of the day, it's still the same thing. 
because uh, he, he ended up taking somebody's persona and, and running with it as well. So it's, it's really not good in anybody's eyes. But I would say at least the one thing, if we're going to compare Rick Ross to Takashi, um, Rick Ross wasn't going out there, you know, just, you know, just shitting on everybody and saying, you know, telling everybody suck my dick and, and, uh, and saying, you know, I can, I can walk anywhere that I That's want to. Gangster. Yeah. He's Rick Ross actually was respectful to people and he made the right moves and, you know, he ended up getting with dev, uh, getting into it with dev jam and, and coming up in the ranks there and, uh, and making his own label MMG and, and again, surrounding himself with good people and just making good music. Cause I still say that Rick Ross has one of the, uh, he has some of the best ears in the industry cause that man production uh quality has been on point ever since he came out uh but it just sucks yeah. though because he, he really did the same thing three was some of the most excellently produced songs i've ever heard in my life yeah man justice league yo that's that was all justice league this shit was amazing yo <laughs> shit was absolutely amazing did but just, did just blaze do one of them i think he did i think he did but i know justice league was definitely uh yeah. definitely on he, they stamped like his first like three four albums before, for sure for sure i forget before I lose track of what you said, something you said kind of uh, struck a chord with me when you said uh, about the Rick Ross stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost to the point where it's now like how much, how much of, I won't say we, but we in general willing to willing to accept. My thing is I've, I've never been like, I've never been willing to accept someone being a fraud and then you just taking that shit for whatever and then just saying, oh, well, I'm still going to listen. I'm still going to support. I'm still going. It's hard to, it's like, it's hard to, but to get behind somebody who's obviously not what they say they are it's like you just we just said that like rick ross a ceo he was rhyming about you know selling all this coke and all this other stuff it's like it would have been cool to say look man i even if he would have said yo i was a ceo but i was i knew people on the inside that was doing this and i was doing this that's how i was getting money to start you know so i could do my own thing people probably would have respected him more for that mm-hmm. as like okay he Okay, he was out here, you know, saying doing his thing. He was like, "Forget the system. I'm about to go this way." But I'm just using this as a hustle. You know, I would have looked at it like that because what was the name of his his first, you know, hit single, "Hustling," right? Hustle, so, hustle. Yeah, you know, I wasn't even a big Rick Ross fan. You know, saying that first when he first came, I'm like, ah, I don't know about Buddy, man. Something ain't right about him. And then come to, then that shit came out. I was like, ah, I don't know. But I st- I kept look, listening to him, and after a while, I just was like, okay. I'm just gonna take it for what it is. Some of the stuff he comes out with is good. Now with this this six nine stuff, it's like, okay, let's say he does. He just said, "I'm not that dude. I don't do all this. I don't do all that. Ain't no flicky flicky uh with the blicky uh. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm-hmm. I don't do none of that. But let's say he he ends up striking a deal, quote unquote, snitch on somebody. How do you accept this dude when he comes back? Does he still have a music career? from from my from my perspective the answer is no it's like mm-hmm. i can't trust you it's like i can't trust you like that's one of them street things or whatever now if he got nothing to do with it or whatever and people trying to set him up then yeah you tell what you got to tell to save your ass but if you guilty of it you don't tell on the next man that's equally as guilty as you are just so you can you can look good and you can get out and you can tell the you know tell the story or not tell the story about it like that ain't cool that's never been cool in my personal opinion, my eyes and my ears, I, I can't get behind him. Not that I was ever behind him before, but I just, just like, it's, it seems like it's almost accepted today. And you look at YouTube comments and, and on Twitter and stuff like that, people defending that shit. I'm like, bro, since when? I don't know, man. New, these new dudes, man, are just, they cut from a different cloth or something, bro. Cause my, man, <laughs> my mentality is never that, yo. Like, I can't get behind somebody that 
that'll do that that'll openly do that and y'all welcome them with open arms it's just not cool do yeah. your time if you caught up if you get caught out there do your time and do what it is prime example bump j i don't know if a lot of people know who bump j is bump j had endorsements out the ass he was starting to take off and this was probably like 2006 he had the little move around shit uh, going on he had a buzz out there he's from chicago he got caught up in some other stuff with the you know his old goon squad stuff that dude had to do a bid he lost millions off of endorsement i think he had like a little mcdonald's commercial too as a matter of fact mm. he was getting bread off of that he lost he said he talked about that he's like i lost a lot man just for keeping just because i kept my mouth shut you know what i mean i kept my mouth shut because how 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 would i be accepted if i come back home i can't even go to my mom's house without somebody wanting to wanting to get at me because i told you know what i mean so he like my my, my street cred is everything now do i agree with that fully no but i understood it and i also respected it it's like he didn't tell he, he did his bid he home now and that's just what it is i can't respect somebody who just you know they because he was legit living that life that he was talking so he get caught up at, with him it was just a matter of time i suppose with this dude we knew it was a matter of time but then don't turn around flip the switch and say nah that wasn't really me no nah, this is not really me I'm, I'm daniel hernandez you know i went to a private school you know don't turn around and do that you know be be that guy that you you put in the, you got all these kids want to emulate stupid kids but nonetheless but the kids that want to emulate yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I can't respect it, yo. Then this will go on all day, bro. If, if <laughs> I can't, do it, bro. <laughs> I like I Bump J too, man. When he first came out, Bump J, yeah. Bump J is my dude. And I was like, damn, he got arrested. I remember I found out a little bit later because I was wondering why I ain't hear nothing about him yeah, in a minute. That's what happened. He lost a lot, man. And like I knew guys, like some of the guys that he rolled with. I knew some of them guys, and you know they was like, and they was a little, they look so. You know they would you know tell me like yeah man you know this happened and i ain't gonna say, say what of course not here but you know he's like i'm just like man what happened you know basically like man how did you know he's like man you know he it, you know he doing his thing he, he doing what he got to do to make the situation better he he ain't tell so he kept his mouth shut so he gonna do the whole joint i'm like all right <laughs> and that was the end of it mm -hmm. That's crazy. A different code. We live by a different code, man, over here. Yeah, that's crazy. But like again, I, I'm not gonna say that I sit up here and you know, to, to like I'm not gonna support everybody who's who's fake because you end up finding out a little bit later, and sometimes you yeah. get you get a little bit too invested. But like I said, as far as me personally, I think that there's levels to uh to being fake, and I just can't deal with someone who's like 100% fake. I was saying, at least in Rick Ross' situation, like you mentioned, he may have you know knew some guys on the inside, and he may have done some things. Rick Ross, Freeway Ricky Ross, was not his life and you know it, i don't think that it was it was cool for him you know taking his name and stuff but you know why he got in trouble though right when rick ross got in trouble you know vlad did the interview with the real freeway i remember ross. that yep i remember he, that like vlad tried to expose him yeah he slapped the, he slapped the shit out of vlad and had to you know pay a pay a settlement to vlad for that you you know about that right i don't remember him slapping him i didn't i don't remember yeah, that put part. hands on him damn he put hands on him and vlad sued him mm. yeah that's why I be telling people go on Vlad, boy. It's like Vlad's I mean, a fast, bro. He better fast. Yeah, you gotta be careful, man. Mess with that dude. But see, he he, what can he do to the original dude? He not gonna say none of that, man. But you know, talking, he's like he gonna go after the dude that tried to seem like he tried to expose 
the rapper Rick Ross, the persona Rick Ross, mm-hmm. by talking to like, yeah, this is the real Rick Ross, right? It was like, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. At least, at least in a different way, I would have. If you're gonna do it, do it in a different way. Don't do it like you're trying to expose somebody. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that that that's that's that stuff. You know, street dudes, man. If you're gonna be a street dude, be a street dude. If you're not a street dude, be, be like Slim Jesus. He came out and said, "Man, I don't live that. I'm just talking." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? Slim Jesus, no boy. Problems. He want nobody pulling up on him, testing, quote unquote, testing his gangster. He told it like, bruh. This is this just this was just fun. That That's was so it. funny. Dude was so soft that he got punked in Canada, fam. Do you remember that? That <laughs> how man. You let a, how you let a Canadian punk you? <laughs> that man tried to have a concert in Canada and they punked him off the stage. I was like, yo, you know it's bad if yeah. Canadians think that you saw boy. <laughs> right. How you let the Canadian? How you let them mother Canuckers punk you, bro? <laughs> mother Canuckers. <laughs> Damn. That's great. That's great. But we'll see what happens, man. Um, this Sakashi situation, I think specifically, is is very interesting, and we're going to see what happens because I feel like if he gets out, if they catch him on like all these charges, and he gets out in like three to five years, I think he told because they're talking oh, yeah. about stuff that's going to get him like twenty five to life, fam. Like it's it's really gotten to that point, and I didn't even know it was that bad. I didn't know that they had him on so much stuff. They they about to book him, bro. Yes, already been moved to a place where they where they snitch it. Yeah, known informants, yo. So you know, it's almost it's almost everything but obvious that he's about to tell something. Yeah, to to lighten his sentence, he's gonna do something. He ain't gonna walk away from this scot free. Nah, but it ain't gonna be. It is not looking like he's gonna get as much time as he was originally supposed to. Right, which is still crazy because, man, even the people in your camp. This was plotting on you, boy, boy, oh boy, and yeah. He was like, I have to drop everybody. It's like you can't even trust them, bro. You sitting up there, you know, paying them whatever and trying to trying to feed them just to be tough around you, and they ain't still plotting on you too. You can't trust. You really can't trust nobody. But they know that you about that life, so they that's why they decided to try you, cause they cause they know you ain't about that life, huh? CB4, bro. That's that's the first thing I thought about with that movie CB4. Portraying that, portraying that gangster lifestyle, and then when them real gangsters run up on you, you you turn back into Daniel. So that's, that stuff is wild, man. Like I would never ever say that I was about that life. Like I didn't have the best upbringing. I wasn't spoiled and was able to get everything I want. But I was certainly not around the streets. I got street knowledge or whatever because I know some people who was about that life. But I was never affiliated with anything, fam. Anything. I would never ever say that I shot any guns or did or sold drugs or none of that shit. Why? What's the point? That's not me, bro. I try to be as real as I can possibly be, so I don't understand why people just think that being a street dude is the way to success. That that's gonna get you, uh, that's just gonna get you credit, it's gonna get you respect around. It ain't gonna, ain't gonna get me respect. Respect that you being yourself. I can't deal with that fakeness. That's why we be saying the same thing. Not even in a rap game, but like, um, like on social media. Period. On the internet. Period. I don't mess with half these dudes. Like you know how GI roll, so so that that yeah, goes exactly. without being said. That's why you you know you don't see us collaborating with certain people. We got the people who we know are cool, and we stay away from the people Stick who are that. fake. And that yeah, and that's it. If it's a, if 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 we don't have no desire, if you ever have never seen us even interact with certain people, it's a reason why we don't interact with them. So stop asking us to interact with them because yeah. it's obviously that we've seen something about them that we ain't trying to be involved in. 
we can't get we can't get down with so. right not every black person got to collaborate some obviously like yes. in the rap game it's a lot of it's a lot of black people but you know they got personas too so it's the same thing on youtube it's the same thing on <laughs> oh, twitch yeah. i'm cool with anybody that make that got sense and right they come across as some people that don't got a lot that don't have a lot of sense then i stay clear i steer clear of them facts facts so it is what it is man i, I feel like that was a, another good conversation we uh we, we going in on these topics so <laughs> i like them i like them man because we got a lot to say about half this stuff so there i go man that's some food for thought man let us know how y'all feel about uh people putting on these personas in the rap game and uh and whether you like it or not or whether you can uh accept it or just let it go if their music is good because i know that again they're just like we mentioned with rick ross there's some people who we uh we inadvertently give a pass but but it's i just feel like it's levels to it in my opinion i just feel like it levels so it is what it is man hope you all enjoyed that topic the final section would be the album suggestion flock take it away uh the album suggestion i'm gonna go with bone thugs and harmony their uh east eternal 1999 album came out in 1995 if i'm not mistaken um probably one of my top 10 albums favorite albums of all time that's saying a lot because i've listened to a lot of music over the years and that one still still holds up in my top 10 i shuffle it around anytime every time you ask me it'll, it'll one day it'll be four next day it'll be eight another day it'll be six i don't know but it's in my top 10 somewhere anytime you ask me um, I know the, the title track that a lot of people are most familiar with off that album was like maybe what first of the month and um, Crossroads of course which is probably the most popular song to date uh, but they had some album cuts which the, this was always my favorite it had Down 71 had uh, Mr. Ouija uh, of course you had the track called Eternal Fun Fact Fun Fact there are two songs on this album that were sampled from the video game Eternal Champions. Hence the reason that album is named Eternal. DJ Unique, he he, he pulled a fast one on that one. I don't know how he got away with that, but he did. It's two songs on there. If you listen to them, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell it to you. I need you to listen to it and see if the, those two you catch. But it's definitely two songs on there. Crossroads, the original Crossroads is one of them. I'll give you that one. Not the version that everybody knows on the on the video and stuff. Is another version to Crossroads, and that was like the bad ending, um, the bad ending music on Eternal Champions. So, and the other one I'll let you. And the other one is from the song Eternal. I might as well tell it. <laughs> the song Eternal, but but yeah. So there y'all have it, man. Y'all check that game out. Check the songs out, and y'all be like, damn, he caught that. I, you know, I mean, a lot of people catch it, know about it now. I mean, you got YouTube and stuff. It's a lot of smart people out here. It's a lot of dummies on the internet, but it's a lot of smart people too. So check that out. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. East Eternal, 1999. Bone Thugs and Harmony, 1995. Yeah. Facts, facts. Thank you, Flock. Appreciate it. I hope the uh the out early go and check out some of these albums that you're suggesting because uh they're all fire, bro. And they're all fire. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Like I know that a lot of people, and even A9 has said this a few times. He like I don't really go back and listen to listen to some of the old albums or whatever and i know that a lot of people uh in in this generation are kind of like that but again i think that uh yeah i ain't saying that you gotta go listen to like everybody's entire catalog who from you know came out from back then but i think like some people should at least listen to some of these uh, earlier albums i think that you will enjoy them as well 
I think that you will thoroughly enjoy them. So there you go, man. That was Enlightened Sounds episode 12. Another episode in the bag. Any final words, Flock? Get ready, y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Get ready. Get go ready. keep it going, boy. We go keep it going. Again, shout, shout out to uh, shout out to Anchor. Again, I, I just want to first and foremost shout out Anchor. Uh, you all are like doing God's work with this platform. I will say that. I don't think I've ever seen anything that's been so intuitive, so simple to use. And you all are, you know, really, really doing it big with the uh, with the new addition with the sponsors for everybody. So, again, with you all support, everybody's listening. I don't care what platform that you are listening to our content on. Um, we appreciate it so much. And again, if you hear any ads, just know we trying to get that money. So with your support we can make this even bigger even bigger than we are now man uh so again we thoroughly appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to enlightened sounds and we will see you all next week for episode 13 appreciate it and we out peace peace